Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Earners, what's up? Look, I wanna give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today.
You too. <sighs> too, what's up? But y'all thought y'all wasn't going to see me. Let's stop playing. Hardest working men in showbiz. Let's stop playing. Let's let the team in. I'm gonna let the team in. I'm gonna adjust our camera. I don't like how we fucking. Yeah, EYL <laughs> University. What's going on? This is gonna be a big one. This is gonna be a big one. A lot of talk of the town. Shiba Coin going crazy. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Troy's fixing camera during the actual production. First time only. This has ever happened. Um, so yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is it. This is it. A lot of people have asked questions for a long, very long period of time. So this is our crypto mastermind that we will be putting on today. Um, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get the job done for sure. I mean, it's, it's even worse now, but. Oh, Man, good folks. What? All right, let's do this. All right, you two. I know you guys have not gotten enough of us yet. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, Sheba to the moon. Yes, Sheba to the moon. Uh, so we are going to have a very, very special this is going to be special like i said this is like one of these things where it's one time only you might not never see anything like this ever again this is the only time that we've done this publicly so it's it's going to be classic it's going to be a legendary situation that's the best way i can really describe it so before i go into too much too much detail um let's let's bring the guys in here but let's make some announcements while we while we have um yeah troy definitely made it worse. yeah i made it worse i'm like, about to go fix it i just want to let the guys in it's, I, like, it's like a hurricane i know hit. i know relax everybody. um <laughs> y'all crazy so africa we are on our way and we have a networking event in nigeria we have a networking event in lagos nigeria on tuesday at seven o'clock so um we need everybody in nigeria everybody in lagos to come out um the rsvp link is on our website under EarnYourLeisure.com under the, the Nigerian tab. So um, check us out, man. It's going to be a legendary, monumental event. My first time ever going to Africa. And um, we leave tomorrow. We leave tomorrow morning. So this is the last thing. We we um, we stopped everything that we had going on for this. So Alistair, what's going on, brother? What's going on? I'm doing all right. How you guys doing? Uh, we're just trying to figure this camera thing out. You know, it's just... Uh, <laughs> It's one of these things that um, uh, no worries. I'm trying right, to figure right, some right. stuff out here myself. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. You good. All right. Yes. Yeah, that's looking crazy, man. We have a um, certain standard to, to upheld. You can't you can't play with the shield like now it's crooked again. Um, it's unbelievable. Um, all right. So Alistair is in the building. Um, also before we start, uh, market Mondays live at the Apollo theater, shout out to Ian. That's going to be a legendary situation. And that is going to be on black Friday. So yeah, November 26th, make sure y'all in there, make sure y'all there. Get your tickets for that. I told you, I don't play yourself. It's 1500 season in. Yeah. It's going to go crazy. Time is ticking. So, um, 
All right, here's what I here's what I want to do. I want to just, you know, just get everybody familiar with what's going on. Then we're going to jump right into it. So every month, the last Wednesday of the month, we have these what's called open enrollments where we have uh, a YouTube live and um, we pick a different topic. Sometimes it's on real estate. Sometimes it's on stocks. Today it's on crypto. And what it is, is, is a um, EYL University class, but it's open to the public. So EYL University, we have it uh, every single week. We have a class that we run for EYL University, and that's, you know, part of EYL University's platform. So once a month, we have the Wednesday class is open to the public. So we do this for a variety of different reasons, but, you know, we do it for just give you an insight of the world of EYL University, let you see how it looks, let you see, you know, the type of classes, the type of education that we provide. So this time we want to do something different. A lot of times we bring our friends on, like that have been on the podcast or you know, um, different people that we have relationships with. But this time we wanted to do something that was actually homegrown. So we have, oh, you got the whole oh, man. backdrop and oh, everything. Man. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, part of EYL universities, we have clubs. So we have over 20 clubs. We have like real estate club. We have a club for earners over 50. We have a military club. So one of our, probably the premier club, no disrespect to any other club, is the crypto club. And uh, the crypto club has been on fire. So the crypto club is not something like where it just tells you like buy this crypto. It's actually like education and it's a community and people educate each other and they get people familiar on, you know, what's going on in the crypto space. They brainstorm best practices, talk about new coins on the market, how to invest security, all that stuff. So it's, it's an actual community within a community. So the president of the crypto club, is my bro Alistair. He's been on Market Mondays before speaking. And um, he is just a wizard when it comes to cryptocurrency. So he's the president of our crypto crypto club. Yeah. And then the other gentleman that will be joining us today is another EYL professor who has taught a variety of different classes for us on investing. And um, Lawrence. So Lawrence is a young man who I got introduced to, who Troy really describes as a stock market genius, investing genius. Prodigy, and, um, we're calling him a prodigy. Prodigy, yeah. yeah. So this is both in, this is in-house talent. I like to do this because it's like, we don't want to just have, you know, people that you might've heard of. It's like the whole point, and that's kind of been the whole premise of EYL when we first started. And even up to this day is we introduced the world to people. We've done it with Wall Street Trapper. We've done it with Ian. We've done it with MG, the mortgage guy. <sighs> the list goes on. We've done it with Miss Business. Um, so we like to grow talent in in-house and mm -hmm. people that are actually knowledgeable. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter if you're verified on Instagram. It matters if you know what you're talking about and if you actually can relay the information. So these gentlemen know what they're talking about, their in-house talent. And um, we're very thankful to have them on yeah. the platform. So first and foremost, thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank yes, you. Sir. Thank you for having us. I just want to shout out while wow, right before this, we had a, a, a meeting with all the club leaders. And one of the things I was speaking about was like, look what value can do. Alistair was part of the book club, started his own crypt, the crypto club inside the university. And now he's getting to speak to the world about his expertise. So that just shows you when you pour value and lead with value, these are the byproducts of it. So shout out to you again, Alistair. Yeah. And the prodigy himself. Shout out. 22. 
22-year-old. 20, <laughs> I feel like Jay, when, when we brought, like, he brought young Chris to Hot 97. He's only 16. Yeah. He's only 22, y'all. Yeah. Y'all in for a treat. <laughs> so so we're going to get into this because there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now in the crypto space. Shiba Coin has been the talk of the town. Shiba Coin. I put a post up that was crazy. If you invested $1 in Shiba Coin at its lowest point in over the, the last 12 months, it would be worth $600,000 today. Um, it is on fire. It is one of these things that has become like the new Dogecoin. Everybody's talking about it. It's all over CNBC and CNN and Twitter and all of that stuff. So that's obviously, you know, gets people interested in crypto. Bitcoin, of course, has been on fire. Mm -hmm. It, it kind of pulled back now, but, you know, Bitcoin crossed over $60,000 last week. So Bitcoin, Ethereum crossed over $4,000. Um, the total market space is 2.7 trillion. And this is something that I, I think is interesting because I put another post up where the whole entire crypto space is 2.7 trillion. Apple has a market cap of 2 trillion. So what does that mean? Like one company almost has the, the market cap of the entire crypto, thousands of crypto coins. So to me, that's encouraging because it still means that there's so much more room to grow. Like this crypto space is still in its infancy. A lot of people get, you know, intimidated and feel like it's too late to invest in crypto. They missed the boat. It's not too late. Cryptocurrency is in its infancy yeah. still, and there's a lot more room to grow. So if you haven't invested in crypto, if you don't feel comfortable, this is why we're here today to fully educate you. We're going to answer questions. Um, the gentlemen have presentations. They're going to talk. We're going to ask them questions. So you're in for a treat. You're yeah, in yeah, for a yeah. treat. So I'm, a I want to I want to get right into this. But before I get into it, I just want to just explain what EYL University is because this is what we we're doing here. So EYL University is an online educational platform that we started over two years ago, and what it is is an actual interactive learning experience. So we do every single week we have a class where you actually get to ask questions, Zoom format. But then we actually have monthly financial planning calls with me, two hours. Then we have biweekly real estate calls with Matt. We have a book club and a movie club with Troy. We have a Facebook group with over 7,000 members in it. Um, and then my favorite part of the whole situation is the groups. Mm -hmm. So like I said, we have over 20 groups. We have a real estate group. We talk about um, you know, the earners on Wall Street. We're talking about stock, stock group. We have the crypto group. Mm -hmm. We have all of the different groups. The lady committee. Yeah. And uh, this is these are infinity groups inside of EYL University. So when we was modeling EYL University, we really modeled it after a real university and took the good parts out of it and took the bad parts, took the good parts and, and threw the bad parts away. So the good parts of a university, I feel like, are the infinity group, people working with each other, building a community. So once again, these two gentlemen are actually in-house EYL University professors. So we're going, we're going to have a treat. We're going to talk about the cryptocurrency. We're going get questions answered um and yeah we're gonna give you an insight to eyo university and this is what this whole thing is for so you if you're interested in joining eyo university um the last time we did this we lowered the price for the whole entire year to 700 dollars for the year and we kept that running um but we will be raising that but we're not gonna raise it until friday so friday night we will raise it but right now it's still 700 dollars. so that type of value I don't feel like anybody has ever put together that type of value for seven hundred dollars. We're very cognizant. You said of, think? Well, we're very cognizant of our price point, and we try <laughs> to be responsible. I don't criticize anybody's price point, but you know, we feel like you know we want to be responsible, but we still 
have to have some level of, you know, a price that is built in. Best product on the block. Yeah. So $700 for all of this for the entire year. So if you're interested, I'll put the link or the eyuniversity.com right now and you become an earner. But that's enough of that. Yeah. Alistair. What are we doing? We gonna flip a coin? Let's 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 start with um Alistair first, since he he he's on top of the of the screen. Yeah, yeah. Um Alistair, <laughs> the, the floor is yours, brother. Yeah, and you're ready to co-host. So if you got to share, you can go. All right, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'll share my screen. So I want to start out with Bitcoin because <clears throat> Bitcoin is the, the one coin that moves everything else. It's like, it's the granddaddy of it all. And I want to talk about the Bitcoin cycles because it's very important to know about the cycles of Bitcoin, even if you're not currently invested in it. I know some people may have started their investing journey with Doge or Shiba, but you really have to look at Bitcoin because it dictates what goes on, what goes on in the, uh, the cryptocurrency market. Now, one metric that a lot of Bitcoiners use in order to predict the price of Bitcoin is the stock to flow ratio. And the stock to flow ratio is something that has been used in commodities a lot. And what it basically measures is the current stock of Bitcoin compared to how much new Bitcoin enters the market. And they use that in order to predict the price. And they do that around what's called a Bitcoin halving. And the Bitcoin halving just means that they cut the amount of Bitcoin that's being created in half. And that happens every four years. And around every four years, we see uh, these Bitcoin, you know, run-ups in price. We see like these great spikes. So this is one chart that I, I like to look at for the long term. And what we can see here is that the, the colorful lines are the Bitcoin price. And this straight black line is the stock to flow uh, estimation of the price at that time. Um, so what we see here is that as time goes on and as less Bitcoin is being created, the price goes up. But we see that it doesn't follow it exactly. It follows it, but it does follow the trend somewhat. And right now we're right here. So at this point in the stock to flow ratio, Bitcoin is estimated to be, they estimated to be at about 100,000 around this time. And right now it's at around 60,000. So we're under the stock to flow, but we're still following that trajectory. And this is important to know about, like I said, about the, uh, the stock to flow ratio, because when Bitcoin tends to run up during its, uh, during its market, cycle, market cycles, everything goes with it, whether it's Doge, Shiba, everything. And just to show you a history of this, I have a couple of charts. So this is a site called Coin Market Cap. You might be familiar with this if you're oh, researching talk, coins. Yeah, talk. Can can you talk about that? Because I wanted, I want, I want this to be a full education for people. Because I know some people might not have any expertise in crypto at all. So Coin Market Cap is a very important website. The first website that I got introduced to. So can you talk about Coin Market Cap? Definitely. So Coin Market Cap is, I, I use it as like a research site. But what it does is it basically gives you a list of all of the coins that are available. And right now it's probably 9,000. Last time I checked, it's probably more because there are more coins being created every day, but coin market cap is usually the first place you would go if you wanna research a coin. 
And what I have up here right now is just a snapshot of what it looked like in December of 2013. So of course we have Bitcoin, which was still at the top at $900. But <clears throat> if we look at the top 10 here, I mean, Litecoin, some of you may know if you follow crypto, if you don't, Litecoin is one of those at one point premier coins. We have XRP, but we also have Peercoin, Namecoin, Megacoin that also had these dramatic price increases. And if you go and look at CoinMarketCap today, these coins are nowhere to be found. So one thing we see is that Bitcoin has the staying power and it drives the market, but a lot of the other coins may not have that staying power. And again, it all goes back to Bitcoin being the driver of the market because of these halvings that happen every four years. Actually now my, um, the prices are coming back up. So as we see here, we have the stock to flow estimates about $108,000 Bitcoin should be right now, which is within range of what, I mean, we could possibly go to 108,000 this year. That's what a lot of the low ball predictions have Bitcoin going to. So, and again, this trend continues on in 2017. This is a snapshot from 2017. Looks a little bit different, but at the same time, we have Bitcoin at the top, of course. This is where we see Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, XRP. But again, the top 10 looks nothing like it does in 2013. And if we look at it today, we have a whole host of different coins making their way in the top 10. So Bitcoin, Ethereum still number two. You notice we no longer see Litecoin in the top 10. XRP is at number seven sliding out, but we have different coins. We have Doge and of course, the coin that everybody's so crazy about right now, Shiba. And I bring this up to say that <clears throat> these coins tend to come and go. There are a few coins that really have that staying power for the long haul. So if you're looking at investing, you really want to find those coins that can at least stay relevant for several market cycles. You don't want to get caught up in the hype of certain coins unless you're a trader and you know how to properly set your entry and your exits. This is just a history lesson that I like to show people because when they see the, the types of returns that crypto offers, one thing I say is like, yeah, welcome. Just watch out for the bear market because as fast as these coins go up, as fast as these coins go down and end up in irrelevance. And this market cycle, I would say it's been dominated a lot by, even though we have Shiba and Dogecoin, um, smart contracts have really been the thing that has been the story of this market cycle. And for those of you who don't know, a smart contract is, the best way I can describe it is a program on a computer that handles uh, money and executes business logic. And because of those smart contracts, we have a coin like Shiba. Shiba is actually a smart contract on the Ethereum blockchain. And if we see, like if we look right here, if we look at the year to date of the smart contract platforms, you could have invested in pretty much any of them. Just pick some and you would have gotten a nice return, except for in a computer, but anything else with this Ethereum, Cardano, Solana. So so, so let's let's let, let's talk about this. 
this is important. Like I said, we're going to talk about shit, but we're going to give you guys some, but you need, if you're interested in cryptocurrency, you need a full education before you invest. This is what, this is why we call it EYL University. It's like a real full education. So what you're explaining right now, when you talk about Ethereum, Cardano, Solana, um, Polkadot, these are all platforms that you can actually build a coin off of. That's correct. correct. So That's this correct. is so this is why when you see the rates of return, like Ethereum four hundred percent, Cardano a thousand percent, Polka Dot three hundred ninety two percent, because it makes sense. Like these are actually the highways that the cars are actually driving on, right? That's correct. Yeah. So you can you can build coins on these smart contract platforms. You can build uh, lending protocols or lending apps, you can build uh, exchange apps. So the amount of <clears throat> creativity that you have, you can actually use it on these different platforms to build something that you can have. So when I, so you can use these smart contract platforms to build something, uh, any sort of financial products that you would find in traditional finance. And this is what's really been driving a lot of what's been happening in cryptocurrency for this cycle. And the reason why is because of decentralized finance and staking. So those are so those are the two. I kind of group them together because it's really about earning a return on your investment outside of the financial system. Now to discuss, to go into staking. Staking is one of the strategies that you can use to earn uh, interest on your crypto assets. And one website I like to go to to look at uh, different uh, returns for uh, crypto assets is stakingrewards.com. And when you go to stakingrewards.com, it shows you the type of uh, rewards that you can get. So for Solana, you're getting 6% back if you stake your Solana. And when I say staking, what I mean is that when when you stake your assets, what you're doing it, what you're doing is, you're locking your assets into the protocol itself. And if there's a staking node running, the staking node would actually add transactions to the blockchain. And for adding those transactions to the blockchain, you get a reward. So for Solana, it's six percent. For for Cardano, it's six point zero one percent. So Instead of having your coins sitting on Coinbase or Binance, you can take your coins off of the exchange. You can stake them. That way you can have some residual income coming in. Alistair, real quick. So, so proof of stake is obviously you're just getting paid for having the coin and allowing people to build off of it, correct? Uh, somewhat. So you're getting paid for adding new blocks to a blockchain. But in order to do that, you have to put up some of your assets. And mm -hmm. they do that as a way to prevent any bad behavior because if you if you uh, add any sort of transactions that are not correct, then your stake gets slashed, meaning that they remove a portion of uh, the assets that you put up. So you have the, you can earn an uh, interest on it, but if something bad happens, you can actually lose your, your coins. Right, but, so a lot, of, a lot of people will hear those two things. They'll hear proof of stake, First proof of work. And I know one of those things is, you know, Ethereum is one of those platforms that's going from one to the other. Can you just touch on what proof of work is as opposed to proof of stake? Sure. So proof of work 
is different from proof of stake. Uh, and you, one of the uh, things you hear about proof of work is about the energy cost, but with, with proof of work, it, it does the same thing. You're still uh, mining transactions, but instead of uh, putting your coins up, you're using a more energy intensive process to add the new transactions to the blockchain versus proof of stake where you're not using that energy intensive process, you're putting your coins up. And the goal of all of this is just is to add more transactions to the blockchain. Gotcha. They're, they're, they're just two different ways of, of doing it. And with Ethereum 2.0, Ethereum is actually moving over to proof of stake. It's currently proof of work, but the proof of stake chain is actually, you're actually able to stake on that proof of stake chain. And Ethereum should be doing what they're calling it the merge. I think that happens in Q1 of 2022. So by that time, you, uh, Ethereum should be a full proof of stake chain. And that should help with some of the, the high gas fees that people complain about. And if you don't know about gas fees, gas fees are what you pay in order to conduct a transaction on the Ethereum network. So how do you, how do you think that that will affect Ethereum as far as you know price targets and things of that nature when it switches over? So for price targets, um, I think it's definitely going to have uh, a positive influence on the price, uh, mainly because like for one thing, gas fees, one of the main hindrances when, right now when using Ethereum, especially for new people coming on, is the gas. That's why you, you, we've seen a lot of the other smart contract platforms rise, platforms like Solana, Cardano, Avalanche. But when Ethereum moves over to proof of stake, you're, you'll see lower uh, gas fees, you'll have higher, tra higher transaction throughput. So you'll be able to do more on the Ethereum network and that should push the price up. Uh, one thing, one theory that's been going on or one, one talking point they talk about is going back to Bitcoin. Bitcoin has a halving every four years. They say the effect of this merge happening for Ethereum 2.0 could be like three halvings in one. So if you look at how every halving the Bitcoin price goes up, they expect that to happen for Ethereum as well. But that's one of the uh, that's one of the, the theories that that's out there. But it's definitely going to have a bullish impact on the price. Gotcha. Just because it just makes it more user friendly. And uh, again, like going back into um, <clears throat> smart contracts, there's uh, something called decentralized finance. And I like to describe decentralized finance as being able to use financial products and use financial services without having to go to a traditional financial institution. So that's lending, that's you know trading, derivatives, and a lot of the things that you can do in the financial system right now, you can do it in DeFi, even as far as creating your own index funds, all of that is available to you in decentralized finance. Now, can, can we can we can we just talk? Yeah, I want to just DeFi is extremely extremely important. When Mark Cuban came on Market Mondays, he said um, if he was just starting out with fifteen hundred dollars, the main thing that he would focus on is DeFi. He said he would. That's like that's everything. And you know, obviously, Mark Cuban is worth three billion dollars. So when he said that, a lot of people you know was interested in DeFi. 
So yeah, I want I want to just I wanted to just say that before you go into it, just to kind of preference it. Like that's something that Mark Cuban said on our platform a while ago. So it's very important that we cover this DeFi situation. For sure, definitely. So DeFi, like I said, it it gives you access to certain financial products and services without having to go to a bank. So one side I like to go to to research uh, anything happening in DeFi is DeFi Llama. And this is a site that gives you all of the different uh, DeFi apps that you can use across any blockchain. So whether that be Ethereum, Solana, Avalanche, it has, uh, it's sort of like the coin market cap, but for DeFi. And when we look at here, when we look at this uh, this dashboard, right now there's $253 billion locked in DeFi. And when I say locked, that means people have taken their money off of exchanges, they've taken their, whether it's ETH, uh, Solana, whatever, they've taken it off of Coinbase, they've taken it off of Binance, and they've, they're using it now in DeFi. <clears throat> and with DeFi, you have different uh, apps that you can use. There's lending, there's exchanges, there's asset management, there's insurance, there's um, most of the most of the uh, the same products that you could get traditionally. You can get in in DeFi, and one of the biggest platforms in DeFi right now is Aave. Aave has about $18 billion locked, meaning they're managing $18 billion in value. And the, the crazy thing about this, what a lot of people don't get is that in order to use Aave, you don't have to sign up with, uh, you don't need your social security number. You don't need to fill out any applications. You don't need to go through any of that process. As long as you have a wallet with some assets in the wallet, you can go onto Aave and be able to save money and earn interest on that money. So you can use Aave as a savings account. Alistair, real quick, because I'm, I'm glad that you said the word wallet, because I get this question a lot of times. Can you just go over what a wallet is? Let's talk hard wallet, let's talk cold wallet. Let's, let, let's clear up the, the, the definition of wallets and the different types. Sure. So there, like you said, there's, there's the hot wallet and the cold wallet, but a wallet is essentially an account where you hold your assets and you have hot wallets and cold wallets. Hot wallets are connected to the internet and cold wallets are usually a piece of hardware, uh, but they both serve the same function. It's just a way for you to hold your assets in your own custody instead of keeping it on a Coinbase or Gemini or a Binance. And the thing with the wallet is when you start, when you set up your wallet, you're giving what's called a private key. And that private key is, you can think of that as the key to your vault. If you lose that private key, then you lose access to the vault. If you, if somebody else gets a hold of that key, then they also have access to the vault. And so it's very important that you keep that private key safe. Um, another strategy that I always recommend is to have multiple wallets. And I say that because the blockchain is a public place. So if you have one wallet and you have all your assets in that wallet, if I know your address, I can actually go into your wallet and see what you have. I actually did this on one of the crypto calls where we actually looked at what was in Mark Cuban's wallet. 
So that's just a interesting tidbit. Like always have multiple wallets. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I mean, <laughs> allegedly. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up. And I see a lot of people typing yes. So they say is a nano ledger a wallet? Yes, it's a wallet, but that does not live on the internet, right? So that would not qualify under under the definition of a of a hot wallet. No, a that cold is wallet. Not a, oh, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, a nano ledger is is a cold wallet. Cold wallet. Or, right? Or what some people would call it a hardware wallet because it's on a piece of hardware. Exactly. An example of a, a a hot wallet would be MetaMask, and MetaMask is the main wallet. It's like the number one wallet for use in DeFi, and it's it's a very convenient wallet to have because you're able to use the MetaMask to connect to some of these apps. Like I said before, when you connect to Aave or when you connect to um, any other DeFi protocol, you don't sign up with anything. All you do is you connect your wallet and you use the, the protocol. So I can actually show an example of that. Uh, actually, um, before I get there, I just want to show more of, of DeFi uh, because going back to Shiba, one of the things that I heard from people about Shiba is that Shiba is going to be creating a decentralized exchange, and that's to um, and they 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 bring in they 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 started the decentralized exchange because DeFi, like I said, it's it's very hot right now. People are using it, but if we look at what Shiba Swap is doing, and Shiba Swap is what's called a decentralized exchange, um, <clears throat> so. I would want to know from like, if you can, just a show of hands, how many of you have actually used ShibaSwap? And I bring that up because a lot of people bought into Shiba for the reason that, oh, well, they're going to be creating an exchange. But if we look down here, it's um, it's really not much that they're managing in their exchange. It's only $467 million in value. Compare that to some of the top protocols like Curve and SushiSwap, they're in the billions of dollars in value. And then I'm also looking at this uh, market cap to total value locked. It's when these are under one or somewhere around there, that's a good value. But if we, I calculated Shiba and it was at 66%. And what that means is that compared to its market cap and the amount of value that's actually being managed on that exchange, like it's, greatly overvalued compared to a lot of the other decentralized exchanges in DeFi. So um, let's let's do this for a minute because I wanna I wanna um, get to questions as well. And that's gonna be the back part of the um so I know you have some more stuff, but I want to bring Lawrence in to um to speak before we go to QA. So um Lawrence, Lawrence, you ready? Yes, sir. I'm locked and loaded. All right. All right, brother. So, yeah, Lawrence, EYL University professor, a wizard, whiz kid. Um, let's talk about let's talk about crypto. And I want to also don't worry, we're going to answer questions, too, because I realize that everybody's at different stages of this. So what I don't want people to, to do is become um, discouraged if you don't know or if you don't understand the conversation. So don't worry, stay in. We're going to talk about, you know, basic stuff as far as how to get started and, you know, the basic level, you know, I'm the, I'm the third grade guy when it comes to explaining things. So 
I, you know, I, I'm very cognizant of that. And I understand that everybody's at different price points, but it's important to know, you know, all of this information. So Lawrence, um, yeah, let's get into this. All right, yes, sir. Appreciate it. I'll go ahead and share my screen. Definitely big time shout out to EYL. Appreciate you guys for having me on as always. Uh, love to always be in here. Appreciate the energy. I'm excited. Uh, so I wanted to talk about a couple of things. I'm pretty much going to get started. Uh, crypto investing in 2021 um, and why security is like honestly one of the most important things. A lot of times people just want to hop right into crypto, don't know anything about it. And one of the biggest things that I found uh, when I started investing in cryptocurrency back in 2017 was that so many people have made so much money off of crypto, but never were able to properly secure it. So one of the things that he was just talking about is really, really key when it comes to crypto and that's securing your assets. I actually have right here in front of me, a Ledger security device, and it's a Ledger Nano S and I also have Ledger Nano Xs. And so I'm gonna break down the difference of the Ledger Nano S and the Ledger Nano X and why it's important to have these wallets. Um, these wallets come with uh, typically anywhere in between an 18 and 24 word uh, phrase that you may have to remember. You can write it down, have it in your notes, multiple places. So you can actually send your crypto back and forth from Coinbase, Gemini, Uphold, whatever platform that you're using. When you hold your crypto on this, you actually own your crypto. When you're buying it on Robinhood and you're buying it on these platforms, you don't really own your crypto. When you put it onto this, your own platform, you own your crypto. There is no fraud department, 1-800 number to call saying, oh my God, someone stole my car. If someone takes this, you need to be responsible. Like you have to be a responsible person when it comes to investing in crypto. There's a lot of people who have made millions and billions of dollars in crypto and haven't seen a dime from it because they did not take the security aspect very important. Also why having one of these devices is key. What you'll see happen is, is when a lot of times we get these major, major hype runs and we get a lot of people influxed into the crypto space when it's all over the news, X, Y, Z. What happens is you'll see Coinbase may say, oh, we're down for six hours. That's not something that you want to be consistently happen to you. You'll see Binance might be down. You'll see all these different platforms having network issues and problems. So you want to be mindful of that. And I always tell people that before you ever put any money into the crypto space, you must have a security device. That is like my number one rule when I'm talking to people about investing in crypto is security is key because you can make a lot of money, but if you have nowhere to house it and secure it, what's the point? So ledger security devices only buy from the actual website. So I'm about to get into this, like why buying from the actual website is so important. So you can actually come here to ledgerlive.ledger.com and you'll see this. They even have a alert pretty much right on their website saying beware of ongoing phishing campaigns. So what happens when you buy it from potentially Amazon, you buy it from another third party website, eBay, wherever. What happens is, is that someone can order a bunch of these ledgers and then go ahead and hack them. And then you buy it off of Amazon and you buy it off that third party website. And then you put your crypto on there and they actually have access and can steal your money. So it's important that you only buy it from this website. You do not want to buy a Ledger Nano from anywhere else. So if you come here to products, you have the Ledger Nano X and the Ledger Nano S. So the S, if you come here, the S is going to be uh, $60, $60 right now. Now the S is only compatible via your computer. 
So you must have a computer. It's only compatible via your computer. Now, if you come to the X, you can actually download the app, which was I was saying earlier, Ledger Live. That's the actual app that you can actually have on your phone and you could collect, uh, connect the Ledger Nano X to your actual computer. So when you connect it to your, to your computer and your smartphone, so you can actually have it connected to your smartphone and be able to track it just like if it was your bank account at Bank of America, JP Morgan Chase, wherever, and you actually open up, you can actually uh, use your face ID, open up and make those transactions back and forth. Now, the biggest thing is when it comes to you actually sending this back and forth, because it's important that you do not miss a letter in your actual tag and your wallet code when sending your crypto back and forth. Like I said, there is no 1-800 number to call crying and say, oh my gosh, I pressed the wrong button. Can I get my money back? It's not happening. Once you send it, it's gone. So the great thing now is that you actually have uh, those QR codes. So you don't really have to do a lot of typing. So when you're sending back and forth, every place that you purchase crypto, and when you're taking a look, Robinhood is now trying to even install this where they actually have your actual wallet so you can actually send out of uh, Robinhood to other platforms. That'll be coming soon to Robinhood. But if you're on Coinbase, if you're on Voyager, if you're on Gemini, you're on any of these platforms, when you purchase and it's stored on there, you have a unique wallet that you can send to and from. And so utilizing that um, and making sure that you're using a QR code and scanning it is gonna be really efficient and key. I know sometimes you know we get fast at typing and texting you might miss a letter. This ain't the time where you want to miss, misspell something, have some spell check on your phone, whatever it may be. So the Ledger Nano X or the S, in an easier way is you can go ahead and get a bundle. You can get these three. So you can partner up with your cousin or your friend or your wife, whoever. And you can partner up and get multiple ledgers and you can get it even cheaper at a discount. So it's no excuse why people don't have anywhere to secure their crypto before we even get into talking anything about cryptocurrency. Security is number one. You can make all the money in the world in the crypto space, but if you're not securing your assets, there's no point. All right, back to the slide. So I wanna talk about like, what's the benefits, honestly, when we talk about blockchain and let's like really get into breaking down like what is actual blockchain? Because this is like an important topic of what a lot of people are talking about and having questions saying, what is blockchain? How can it be useful for me? So the thing about blockchain is, and the thing about Bitcoin and Ethereum, they're a decentralized network. So one of the biggest problems that we've had with the US governments and governments across the world is the control of money supply and ability to be able to manipulate that money supply. So when you take a look at Bitcoin, there's only a certain amount of Bitcoin ever going to be made and created. The brother before me, Alistair, broke down a great point talking about every four years. There's a reason why crypto took off in 2016. There's a reason why it took off in 2020 again, and we're seeing it do what it's doing now because people understand the system. So what is decentralized? Here in the US, we live in a centralized economy. And so what does that mean? You have the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell and his team in the United States where they actually control the money supply where, hey, the, he always talks about, hey, we can just print more money. With Bitcoin, you cannot do that. So there's a limited amount of supply and that supply gets cut every four years. And so what you're going to see is what? This is basic. This isn't anything really hard. I think a lot of times people make it more complicated than what it is. If I take supply from something, but then more demand continues to come in, 
what is going to happen to price? If it was Jordan's, if it's Bitcoin, whatever, price is going to go up because there's less supply, but now there's increased and more demand. And so when we start talking about blockchain and what's the benefits, we talk about talk about peer-to-peer transactions. When we think about how countries actually had, had to transact, countries had to use to transact through wires or had to take cash via military from country to country to do business and trade. With blockchain technology, this is actually going to build smart cities. We're already seeing smart cities in China right now. When we start thinking about self-driving cars like Tesla, and we start thinking about that type of technology, a lot of that is going to be powered by blockchain. Right now, there's a smart city being built in Arizona by Bill Gates. All of this is being powered by blockchain. So that's one of the main benefits. The future that we're going to live in is going to be powered by blockchain. So crypto platforms, uh, Coinbase, Uphold, Crypto.com, Gemini, and Voyager are five platforms that I would say is good for people uh, to be able to purchase crypto and get started with um, and then transfer to your ledger, as I mentioned earlier. So the benefits of using peer-to-peer transactions. So he mentioned a, a crypto coin, XRP, which is one of the fastest coins um, in the world. XRP has been delisted from most of those platforms that I just named, except Uphold. Um, XRP went under a lawsuit um, that talked about a little bit with their peer-to-peer transactions and some other things. Hopefully that gets revolved, but we'll see. Now, one of the things with XRP is if someone was in Africa right now and I'm here in the United States and boom, I could send them money in like five seconds. They could send me $200, I could send them $200. So one of the things is the benefits of using those peer-to-peer transactions is between you and that person on that blockchain network and that ledger. So that's important to understand that using peer-to-peer transactions in crypto is really one of the ben- one of the main benefits that people love to use crypto and the efficiency and the cost. So when we talk about wire transfers, when we talk about the cost of bringing cash from a country to another country, that is highly a high cost. That is a, a high cost. With crypto, those transaction fees when it comes to wires and ex- and when we talk about bringing cash to place to place, those transaction fees cost less and less. Uh, more like they cost less and less. So I just tell people like benefits of using peer-to-peer transaction is key. Um, and the uh, platforms I mentioned was Coinbase, Voyager, um, and the Gemini, uh, Crypto.com, Uphold. Those are all the platforms that I mentioned before. I've seen someone ask about that. So how to avoid like crypto scams? Because I think this is one of the biggest things that people get caught up on. Someone sent me a DM on Instagram or someone called me or text me saying to set up a Coinbase account or sell up my wallet. If someone is asking you to send them crypto or asking you to buy some crypto and set it up and give you their, uh, give you your wallet password, X, Y, Z, please ignore them. Like, please, please ignore them. Please block them. No one is going to be reaching out to you from a fake page asking you to send money and it, it be legit. It's not legit. Yo, so including please, us, in, including us, y'all. That's not yeah, us. Yes, yes. That's we, not us. If, please. You two, oh, <laughs> let me just get, that's very important. Hold on, let me turn the camera on. YouTube. Public service announcement. YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> if you are on YouTube and you see Ernie Alicia is asking, what they're doing is they're creating other pages using Ernie Alicia. They're using the emoji, but it's not us. Like if you go to their page, they'll have like a hundred subscribers or like two subscribers. 
but it's confusing because it has our name and it has our logo. And they're always on our, our comments. We are we have never asked anybody for crypto. We are not asking you for crypto. So please don't send any crypto. Please, 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 yeah. please. And then that's YouTube, that's IG. We're not asking for any money. Please don't do that. Public service announcement. Thank you. I'm glad you said that, uh, Lawrence. Appreciate you. Hey, yes, sir. Yeah, nah, it's important for people to understand that because you you got to understand why are they doing that? They're doing that because, like I said, there is no 1-800 number to call. That's no, You're not able to call them. So once you send them that money or you give them that access to that wallet, it's over with. They're taking it. So please, guys, stay away from those. I know that's one of the main things that a lot of people uh, always get caught up in when they first get into crypto, not knowing you know the ins and outs of it. So I really wanted to mention that here tonight. Uh, how to avoid crypto scares, uh, smart contracts. And this is something that he he touched on uh, uh, very in depth. And I want to talk about it as well, too. So sm smart contracts pretty much permit trusted transactions. So that's the way you want to look at it when you were talking about this blockchain technology and understanding how this is going to continue to evolve as we go through time. So one of the things in the decentralized network, in the blockchain network, is the code to execution. So what he talked about. And the codes to execution, these transactions are trackable and irreversible. So that's one of the things that I was just saying, like once you send someone money, it's irreversible. The transactions are also as well trackable. So it's key to understand that these self-executing contracts, this is what binds a lot of times uh, these particular uh, transactions together. So this is the transparency part when we talk about smart contracts. So crypto is a very transparent place it is not controlled by a centralized entity. And that is the biggest thing. It's not controlled by a centralized entity. And so that's why when we see certain things happen in economies across the world, where we see certain things, even throughout the pandemic, there was a reason why Ethereum went up as much as it did. It didn't just go up just to go up. It was a reason why Bitcoin went up as much as it did because people started to lose faith and the government's ability to be able to control the money supply and be able to control economies. And people said enough. We've been experiencing what? A hyperinflationary economy where we're seeing cost of living increase exponentially because of the amount of money that's been put and in, circulated into our economy. So when we start to think about why people are actually coming to execute these smart contracts, why people are coming to purchase cryptocurrencies, it's a true hedge to inflation over time. So the influence of a monetary policy, what roles will the Fed play and why some regulations are good? So I talked a lot about decentralized network and Alistair did before as well, but I wanna talk about the influence of monetary policy and what we've seen and why crypto in the crypto space has grown so much in the past 12 to 18 months. So what roles will the Federal Reserve play? For the people that don't know who the Federal Reserve is, you have the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell. So Jerome Powell is someone that I would ask everyone to go research. He's been the Federal Reserve Chairman for the past few years. And when we've seen the amount of money that's been put into our economy via unemployment checks, SBA loans, when we see from stimulus checks, all of those different things have now put a bunch of money into our circulating supply. And they've just continued to print. But the thing is, you cannot print your way out of a problem. Eventually, there is a debt to pay. And so what happens is, is that people have now seen, oh, my God, like my dollar is not backed by anything. My dollar does me no good in my bank account. So the same way that people take their money to go and invest in a stock market, 
as the stock market is another hedge to inflation, people are using the crypto space to be able to, hey, let's go invest here and get a yield. That's all that we're, people are looking for. People are always looking for a yield. A yield is a return. So what roles will the Fed play? So as the Federal Reserve continues to print money, and as uh, the Democrats and Republicans continue to approve packages of spending, major spending, trillions of dollars of spending, we may continue to see assets like Bitcoin and Ethereum continue to grow. Why? Because people are looking for that hedge. People are looking to get a yield. And so that is one of the main roles that the Federal Reserve play by their actions will directly have an impact to how crypto will perform in the future and why some regulations are good. So there's a lot of people who have purchased crypto on some websites that I didn't even name. You got some crazy websites out there because what I want people to understand is for people that don't know, the beginning of Bitcoin and the beginning of the crypto space wasn't so good. A lot of crypto was being used for dirty transactions on the internet. I'm just going to leave it there. So some regulations are good. Why? Because there's a lot of crypto platforms out there that people made millions and billions of dollars and the government did not collect taxes. So I always like to look at things from both sides. I never like am always on one side. I always like to look and see, hmm, what is this side saying? So from a government's perspective, we don't have no problem with you guys trading your crypto. But we want to be able to get our piece. Uncle Sam needs to get his piece as well, too. So some regulations are good because there's been a lot of people who have purchased crypto on some of these platforms and actually haven't seen any of their returns. So this is why I say be careful of buying crypto on certain sites that you had no business being on. You buy crypto on these certain sites, they lock you out. Next thing you know, you made $20,000. But did you make $20,000? No, because you didn't put it on your ledger. You left it on there. And then that site ended up getting shut down for not following regulations. And that site got shut down. So did your money go as well too. So there's a reason why platforms like Coinbase was able to IPO in the US stock market because they follow systems. They follow the regulations by set by the SEC. They send you your tax documents at the end of the year so you can account for what transactions you place, how, how much crypto you bought, so X, Y, Z. So some regulations are good in this space uh, because we understand that there's a lot of people out here that do some bad things. And it's important to understand the influence of monetary policy. So paying attention to the decisions that are made here, not only in the US, but also across the world, in the Asian markets and European markets, will directly have an impact on the, uh, the future of crypto. So why supply and demand and circulating supply matters? So like, this is key, and what I what I what he mentioned on CoinMarketCap.com is honestly this is one of the best websites to use. So we're just gonna honestly start here at Ethereum right now. Excuse me, not Ethereum, Bitcoin. We have 18 million circulating supply. So that's how how much supply is out there when we start speaking about Bitcoin. So what I want people to kind of get in their heads and and, and start to really look at is start looking at circulating supply. So the way we look at circulating supply in the crypto market is the same thing as outstanding shares in the stock market. So outstanding shares is how much shares are out there available to be purchased. When we start taking a look at circulating supply, it's the same exact thing. So when you have a lower circulating supply and demand creeps in rapidly, you see a, a huge increase in price. So there's a reason why Cardano could never be Bitcoin's price. Look at this circulating supply compared to Bitcoin to Cardano circulating supply. 
Cardano has a vast, uh, uh, enormous amount bigger circulating supply than Bitcoin does. So they have way more supply. You're talking about 18 million and we have to come all the way down here and compare it to 33 billion. We can't compare that. So that is why we see Bitcoin have these volatile moves and they move up and down. So Bitcoin is like the Amazon or the Tesla of the crypto space. The reason why Tesla and Amazon move the way they move, Netflix, your Roku's, all of those companies, even your GameStops, they move like that because they have a low amount of outstanding shares. Whereas a Cardano is really like an Apple. You see, Apple has 17 billion outstanding shares, 17 billion, where Tesla has 900 million. You can't compare that circulating supply. So that is why Tesla moves the way they move. And that's why Apple moves the way they move. They move a lot slower. And that's why we see Bitcoin. Bitcoin has a, a way wider range and moves at a way rapid pace versus our Cardano that moves a lot slower. So it's important to understand circulating supply. And it's important to pay attention when you're looking to invest in a cryptocurrency to say, hey, what's the circulating supply? That's one of the, I want to cut you off for a minute. That's one of the best things that was said. You. You're doing an amazing job, but that's one of the biggest, biggest things that people don't fully understand circulation supply. And that's what like even a coin like XRP, look how many coins it has out there. So when you look at the potential price point, when you look at moves, all of these things, that is something that is not talked about enough. So I'm glad you said that if you don't get anything else from this presentation, that is a gem, not just on this on the crypto side, but also on the stock market side as well. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that's important for us to pay attention to. As I scroll down here, if I look at XRP, XRP has 47 billion. But if I look at Solona, Solona has uh, 301 million. We take a look at Ethereum, 118 million. So these have smaller circulating supplies. So this is why we see the price moves that they make. Also, we take a look and if I type in, we start to look at Tron, we see crypto coins like that. You take a look at Maker, or a lot of people were asking like, oh my gosh, why did Maker make the move that they did? Maker has a low circulating supply. So it's important to understand that, not just in the crypto space, but in the stock market space. So that's why it's really important for us to pay attention to supply and demand and why circulating supply matters. So how to benefit from playing quote unquote S coins, I won't curse. So when we start to think like, how, how, can, how can we benefit from this? What I tell people is you wanna put money into these coins that you see pop up like a Shiba that everyone's talking about. You wanna put as little amount of money in those as possible. If you hit, you wanna put as a small amount because you don't wanna be betting the house. What happens is, is that people come in and they say, oh my gosh, I've seen this on TV. I've seen this on YouTube. I've seen someone put this on Instagram. They made money from this. Boom, I feel like FOMO, fear of missing out. So then they feel like, boom, like I got to hop in. And then you end up putting 10,000 in, but you ain't even never invested in your life. But you putting 10,000 on Sheba, but you don't know nothing about investing, but you putting 10,000 in something you know nothing about because you're being greedy. So it might've worked out the first time, but then the next time you do it, it ends up what? Not working right. So it's important that I want people to understand to stay away from just putting money on any coin that you come about and find. 
2016 and 2017, there was a lot of people who lost money big time, thousands of dollars, lost life savings because of greed. Because what's ha what can happen is, is okay, Sheba's checked out all right, but there's people out there that come up with these coins and say, hmm, let's make a coin called Rocket Coin. And then it comes out and then they set up shop, they raise capital, make millions of dollars, then they shut the platform down and they run off with your money. That has happened a lot of times in this space. And what I don't want to happen is new people coming in that don't really know a lot about anything, come in and just start putting money on coins just because they found this website, boom, oh, this coin is you know, tw uh, 20 cents or this coin is less than a penny. So I can get a million coins. So it's going to go to a dollar, I'm going to be a millionaire. I don't want people to make a habit of doing that. If you benefited from a Dodge coin, there's been people who are still bag holding on Dodgecoin because they thought, oh, Elon's getting on SNL. It's going to go to the moon. It's going to a dollar. It's going to a hundred dollars. So be weary of just listening to people on social media telling you what's going to happen. What you want to understand is when everyone's typically talking about a coin or everyone's typically talking about an investment, it's typically time to sell. If it's all over social media, if it's all over the media, it's typically time to sell. You want to buy the hype and sell the news. So am I saying that a lot of these coins can't benefit you? No, they can because these coins could be equity builders. These, that's the way I look at it. You can make 10, 20, 50,000 off this type of coin, but then boom, take that money and put it into a long-term investment on the stock market. Put it into Bitcoin and Ethereum, things that have been proven, things that we've seen over time grow. Take the risky plays that you've made money on and put it into something more stable and more consistent. Don't go back out there still trying to gamble. So using technical analysis to buy crypto. So I know a lot of people are always like, you know, I struggle with technicals. I, st I struggle with reading charts. So I wanna make this very simple. It's just gonna take two minutes. And I wanna make this very simple for people to be able to kind of understand like, okay, where, what, where should I be looking at? Because there was a lot of things that was said, particularly about Bitcoin during this time. We saw Bitcoin back in the uh, middle of May, retrace back down all the way to about 30,000. And what I wanna quickly break down is I'm looking at Bitcoin to USD pair, and I'm on a technical time frame called the weekly and daily. I believe that everyone, if you're looking at the crypto space, you should be a long-term investor. I'm not really into the trading. I don't really like people to just trade frequently in the crypto space. I like people to be able to buy, hold, make money, and invest when we see the 50 to 60% downturns. Because these 50 to 60% downturns are nothing new in the crypto space. The last time that Bitcoin hit 20,000 in 2017, towards the end of 2017, it took a long time for Bitcoin to get back to that price. But there was plenty of times where Bitcoin dropped to 4,000 and it came back up to 12,000. So how can you capitalize off of that? And also how can you see things from a bigger time frame? So taking a look at Bitcoin to USD, one uh, technical indicator that I would recommend for people to have is price. Price is your number one indicator. MACDs, RSIs, all of these indicators lag price. So what do I mean by that? Without price, there is no MACD. Without price, there is no RSI. Without price, there is no bulletin band. So I'm gonna give a shout out to Ian Dunlap. There was a reason why he was speaking about that 28,444 price. That was a major support level for Bitcoin. 
So Ian just didn't pull that number out of nowhere. He pulled it from where? He's he seen what? He's seen a technical level that was going to be hard to break underneath. As we saw back here, January 4th this year, uh, January 11th, January 18th, January 25th, every candle on the weekly time frame accounts for a week. So all these were weeks. So as we saw early on in the run of th this last run of crypto, we saw crypto kept pulling back to that level that he was speaking on, that 28,400 level. So that was, now we have Bitcoin that hit 65,000, the top here, and then it pulled back and declined a little over 50%. Red, so, red, pan, red Panda gonna be mad at you. You're oh, giving man, too much sauce. <laughs> too much sauce. You're giving away that. You're giving away ears, ears. Uh, hey, wait, wait, get that? <laughs> oh, we got Mr. Dunlap on the line. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Market Mondays, man. Shout out to Market Mondays. Market Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad, Ian. <laughs> but uh, no, for real now. So when we see price revert back to these levels multiple times, um, so we had about five, six, seven instances of price reverting back to this level, and it does not break. We categorize that as a major support level. So for those that are new to looking at this chart, it's saying, yo, what is he even talking about? TradingView is the website that I'm using. Pull up BTC to USD, pull up the weekly time frame, and start looking at major support and major resistance levels. So what we saw was we saw a break underneath a major support level. It reverted back to this major, and it was sitting here for about two months. And so what you want to understand is, is that you want to be paying attention to technicals when you're looking at investing in the crypto space. You just don't want to be buying, oh, it's at 60000 and I don't want to miss out, so let me just go buy. No, you want to find a, a good entry. Is it going to be the best entry? Is it not going to go lower? It could. But you put yourself at a better advantage when you're able to use technicals to define, hey, where I'm looking to enter at this specific price. So we had a combination of a, of a, a major bounce here towards that end of July. And we saw uh, coins like uh, Solona. We saw a lot of cryptos turn back up, uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin. But it was a technical reason why. Now, here is where I, where I was telling people like, yo, don't worry about the China stuff. You know, everyone was saying, oh, my gosh, China's banning crypto. A lot of that is smoke, guys. What, what, what's not being told to you on this media is those people that's sitting on CNBC, they missed a lot of this stuff. I'm going to tell you, a lot of those people on CNBC and a lot of those people are lazy. They don't do the hard work. They have people who do it for them. And a lot of times their people miss stuff because lazy habits wear off. And so what happens is. What's the easiest way for me, me to be able to buy something 50% cheaper? Well, we got to start thinking who runs the media? These wealthy people, wealthy billionaires, people you ain't never going to see. You ain't never going to see their face. They run this country. They run this, these markets. And so it's important for us to understand it's easy if they miss something to say, go out here and put this narrative out here for a month or two. Guess what was happening all here? That's why every time... It hit these that level, it kept bouncing. Because guess what? Institutions were buying. Billionaires were buying. People were buying there. And so it's important to understand the psychological aspect of investing in the crypto space and investing in general. It's a lot easier if I miss something, if I know I had the power to go on CNBC and say, well, crypto's 
you know, going to zero or I'm bearish on crypto right now and it falls, it's an easy opportunity now if it falls 50%. Because what I'm going to tell you is 90% of people in the world don't do the hard work. Only 10% of people is actually going to go do the reading, do the homework, do the technicals, do all the hard stuff. So 90% of people sat and said, oh, CNBC said this, so sell. And that's what happened. But guess what? The 10% come in and swoop that up. They take that opportunity. And so that's my point there with the technical piece. And why is the crypto market so volatile? Well, this is one of the questions I always get. The crypto market is very volatile because a lot of times there's a lot of weak hands. There's a lot of people looking to get rich quick when it comes to the crypto space. There's not a lot of strong hands in the crypto space. There's a lot of people looking to boom, how can I make this money today? And there's a lot of whales. So what is a whale? A whale is someone who holds a large amount and vast majority amount of crypto. So when the whales move, if there's someone who might own two to 5% of one coin, if they make a move, well, guess what? That's gonna, that's gonna drop that price. And so a lot of times when the whales make their moves, that creates a lot of volatility. One of the things that you'll see on Sundays, typically Sundays, a lot of times where you see a lot of the volatility, a lot of the red days typically happen on those Saturday nights and Sundays throughout the day. Um, that's a lot of times where uh, you'll see a lot more volatility in the crypto market. But this is a market that moves 24-7, guys. Um, it never stops. And so it's important to understand that the cryptocurrency market is very volatile. I always tell people, if, you're, if you don't really have a high risk tolerance, this is probably not the place for you. And it's not to be discriminatory, but it's just to be honest and transparent. It's like, if you're not comfortable with the volatility, then you should be very careful investing in the crypto space. So you should have a high risk tolerance, in my opinion. 2017 crypto lesson, and this to be quick. 2017 crypto lesson taught me what I just explained to you about the analysts, about people talking on CNBC, all of that. There was a lot of people that said, crypto is going to zero. And those same people, are the people now that's all bullish on cryptos. So guess what? They were saying that because they didn't have a position in yet. So be mindful of these people that we think are trying to look out for us by telling you the truth. Typically go the other way. If they're telling you they ain't buying or they're bearish, they're typically doing that. They're, if everyone's becoming bullish on crypto, that's where you should be weary. That's when you should, and, and that's what happened in April. Everyone was bullish. We've seen Ethereum go to 4,000. We've seen Bitcoin go parabolic. We've seen coins doing crazy stuff. Ethereum Classic went from like 20 bucks to 180. We've seen all kinds of crazy stuff. That's typically where you want to sell. That's typically where it's like, all right, I want to sell, take some profits. You want to understand is that this is a this is a very dirty game. This is the, and this is the hardcore truth. This is a very dirty game. And in 2017, I learned a lot. I invested in crypto before I even invested in stocks. And a lot of the crypto transactions and the plays that I made put me in a position to be able to invest in stocks. But I look at I look at the crypto space to be able to build your equity if you are investing in those smaller coins to build your equity off of them. You don't wanna be putting house money on them. So my 2017 crypto lesson is, do not be afraid to take profit and do not follow the masses. It is really key. Do not follow the masses. If everyone's telling you to buy this, buy that, go the other way. If your barber is telling you, hey, did you buy this? I'm buying that. But they ain't never had a conversation with you about investing in crypto before. Do you think that's something you should be doing? No. So you want to be wary of that. You want to be careful of that. 
Um, that's really important. And the 2017 lesson taught me is like, pay attention to yes, what's being said on the news, but also understand that's a lot of smoke. And that's not just the crypto market, that's the stock market and you know markets just in general. My top coins for people to watch in 2022, one is Chainlink. Chainlink is an Ethereum-based token. Um, I would say for people to go research Chainlink, you can find it under the ticker L-I-N-K. That's one of the uh, things that I would tell people to pay attention to and watch in 2022. Uh, Chainlink is one of those. Uh, also, I would tell people as well uh, to continue to watch XLM, Stellar Lumens. Um, I would tell people to continue to monitor Stellar Lumens. And those are just the two coins that I uh, typically wanted to recommend for people to just take a look at, do some research on. And the last thing is, yo, stay in the top 10 to 20 crypto coins, please. Don't start deviating into things that you don't know nothing about. Please pay attention. Uh, ultimately, you got to understand that this space, like I said, is very volatile. You don't just want to be buying things because you feel like, oh my gosh, this is cheap and I can get a million coins of this coin. You want to stay away from that type of mindset. Focus on consistency. Focus on, yo, I want to do this for 20, 30 years. I want to leave my kids Bitcoin. I want to leave my uh, grandkids, great grandkids. I want them to say, yo, my, I was, you know, I was out there working. So have that mindset when you're investing in crypto space. Don't have a mindset of, oh, I'm going to put, I'm going to leverage my mortgage. I'm going to pull out all my savings. I'm going to pull it all on Shiba. Like, please don't have that attitude because all it takes is one bad term for Shiba. And if you didn't learn it on Dogecoin and it happens on Shiba, you, you should have learned your lesson the first time. Shiba's going crazy right now, yes, but it ain't going to go crazy forever. And so that's all I wanted to say. I love EYL. Um, I appreciate EYL for always having me. You guys are honestly, this audience and this crowd is monstrous. Um, and yo, like, I love it. So Troy, Rashad, thanks for having me. My dog, he said that, that's all I got to say. Like, this <laughs> Standing I'm, ovation, man. Yo, yo, round of applause for these two gentlemen, please. Standing ovation, never been done this real by anybody. Ever. On on on, on this scale, no, you man. ever. Well, that's a fact. Okay. But um, yo, this this is this is a like I said, we have a master class. And um, man, this level of information, how much would would institutions and people pay pay for this? How many people, how much would they charge for this? Like this is Ivy League level education. Yeah. Um, for free, by yeah. the way. Mind you, mind you, <laughs> it costs you nothing. Yeah. And and I mean, the, the two gentlemen obviously are brilliant. And we said, like, yo, just scale down the presentation. They had to pull back some of the information. So that just tells you the wealth of knowledge that these two guys have. Incredible. Yeah. This looks like when, when Shaq and Cody did 40 and 40 in the yeah, finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're going to go to Q&A. But before we go into Q&A, we just want to make an announcement live. So if you just joined us, you know that Alistair, the first gentleman, he's the president of our crypto club at EY University. And Lawrence, 20, he's 22 years old, by the way. Uh, Wiz kid. We just signed him. And... He's a tenured professor. He's going to be teaching a class for EYL University every single month. And he does not only he's doing crypto today, but he usually does stocks. That's what we usually talk yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he does he does stocks and crypto, but he usually does stocks. So he's he's tenured and he teaches a class. He's going to teach a class for EYL University every, every single month. Like I said, I mean, you got to look at higher education and there's no higher education at EYL University. So when you're looking at Harvard for $80,000 a year, NYU for $60,000 a year, um, you name it, Yale for $72,000 a year, Northwestern for $65,000 a year, 
EYL University, $700 a year, never going to be that price ever again. The price is going up in two days. Never going to be this price ever again. Never again. Nowhere, nowhere in the world. Nowhere in the world. He said never this time. Never, <laughs> never, ever again. So, yeah, I'm, it's, not, it's, not, it's nothing to sell. You've seen, you've, seen, you've seen our work. And like I said, this is something that we do every single week. We have clubs inside of EYL University. I do a financial planning call. Troy does the book club, movie club. We have a Facebook group. Matt does real estate. I mean, we, we've poured so much and we have two full-time employees. We have tenured professors um, and we're planning group activities this year. Um, so yeah, I mean, EY University, when we say it's the biggest ever, yeah. we're not just throwing that out there. It's actually, we actually put a lot of time into this and we formatted it and we have the correct people that's actually teaching. And um, we've actually, it's not as easy as it looks to put together something yeah. like this. So and I'm glad you said that. So I just want to shout out to, to some of the people behind the scenes. Shout out to Janet. She is the EYL ambassador, president. She she runs everything. Shout out to our new hire, Magda, we met today in, inside of the chat. So shout out to Magda. Shout out to all the women that helped and make sure that EYL University is what it is. And shout out to all the club leaders. Yeah. I wasn't able to make that call. I was on another call, but... Talking about women. Shout, a lot of women leading our clubs. Shout, shout out to, to all, all, all the club leaders. So take advantage of it, man. Like I said, you know, if you don't, if you don't invest in your education... What are you investing in? So go to EYLUniversity.com right now, sign up. Um, the link is pinned in YouTube. There's nobody has ever offered this much value for this price point. Never. It's never been done ever in history. Never. Nobody ever. Um, so let's get into some questions. This is another part of the EYL University experience where it's different from the podcast, where people actually get to ask questions and um it's an interactive experience. So, um, yes, let's, let's, let's get some it. questions if we can. Uh, Aaron, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Fellas, doing very well. Um, first off, I want to say y'all both killed it tonight. And Lawrence, respectfully, you put up a, a hot Wilt Chamberlain 100 out here. <laughs> My, <sign>? goodness. <laughs> My goodness. My um, goodness. So I, I had a, a question about... Um, staking uh, I, don't, I don't know which of you would like to answer but i have um btc e uh, eth ada and link um i'm staking ada with red panda shout out but i was looking to see i want to stake as much as possible because i'm i'm in them all long term so it's not like i'm going to be accessing them anytime soon um is this something where i'm having a get different wallets or use different platforms to stake each or is there a way that i'm able to consolidate make it a little bit easier um and use one platform if that makes sense sure i can i can start up um so right now you're staking ada with red panda and you're probably doing that from either the Yoroi wallet or the dataless wallet but you're there right, are some, right. yeah, there are some platforms that allow you to stake on them. So like, I know Binance is one of them. That's if you want to go the centralized route, but if you do it, the, the, the decentralized route, there are not many um, different platforms that allow you to stake the same token. So for example, you can't stake ETH with your Yoroi wallet. Now, one option if you do have ETH and you want to stake it is Lido. That's spelled L-I-D-O, Lido. So that's one that I use when for staking ETH. Uh, BTC Bitcoin is not a proof of stake coin, so you can't stake it. But 
another option if you want to do this is you can actually use a platform like BlockFi and they will give you interest on your Bitcoin. Um, and for Link, Link, there is no staking on Link at the moment. So that's uh, just a little bit of information for you. There you have it. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank hey, you. I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Proof of stake. Proof of stake. Ethereum is about to go to proof of stake. Shout Make out sure to, to the good folks at By the Hood. Those are my guys. They in here? Out of Philly. Uh, super chat. Oh, yeah. Le Shout out to them. Leon, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Shout out to Daryl in the super chat. What's going on, brother? What's up? What's up? Everything good? So once you buy coins, say whether it be uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, whatever. What do y'all say is the next step or the next level that you should go to? You said after you purchase the after coins? After you buy the coin? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say security. I'll, I'll let Lawrence answer. Well, besides security. Yeah, uh, I would say um, depending what what the brother just asked before is key. Um, if you do have opportunity to stake, you can. Um, depending on what platform, if there is ability for you to stake, I would say that. Uh, you, the answer I was going to give would be the security uh, security right. piece. Okay. Um, and then also having a, a structure plan, which is something that I, I didn't get a chance to touch on, but having an exit point. Because I think one of the biggest things that people don't have is having an exit point. So people are like, okay, it's going to the moon, but you haven't taken any profit. So scaling in and scaling out of the position for me would be really key to tell people is like having a target price. Like it might, whatever that price is in your head, it's going to be different person to person, but being willing to take profit, I would say is that that next piece and having a plan in place to say, all right, this is where I'm looking to take a little bit off the table. This is where I, if it goes down, it might add, because what happens is so many times people was like, okay, well, I put the money in, I'm just going to wait for it to appreciate. And then you get a hundred percent or two hundred percent return, but then you haven't exited. So I would say having a, a proper exit and an entry pattern as well too, if it does go to the downside, where you might start dollar cost averaging. So that's what I would say. Now, how does that play into taxes as far as taking profit? As far as them, mm -hmm. you know, the uh, I guess I, the uh, IRS. Yeah, IRS. How does that play into that? That's why taking profit. Yeah, so there's uh, honestly it's, it's different person to person. Of course, it's going to depend on if it's a short term or a long term capital gains tax, um, and that's something that people need to be wary of when they are trading out of these cryptos um, short term. And even if you are transitioning from one crypto to another, that is a taxable event. So when you're on Coinbase and you transfer from Ethereum to Bitcoin, that is a taxable event. So you want to understand that as well too. Um, and I think that's one of the things that kind of gets uh, people a little bit confused on the tax side. Uh, I would tell, I always tell people, I'm not a tax professional to go talk to your financial advisor and your tax professional, because they're going to give you more information based upon your personal case. Uh, but I always tell people to be mindful of that. Um, and please be sure to put money aside when you do make money to pay your taxes. Yeah, that, that, that was my next question. <laughs> Should you put money aside for it paid in taxes? <laughs> yeah, put money aside and pay your taxes. So okay. that's the first thing that you do with any investment, putting money aside right. to pay your taxes. Um, so that's going to be key. Having a, a separate account for that, savings account, whatever you want to have for that, pull that money out um and make sure that you have that aside to pay your taxes at the end of the year because the irs will want that 
Leon, cool. appreciate you, bro. That's it. All right. They're going to want their money, rain, sleep, hell, snow. That's a fact, man. That goes for crypto and that goes for the stock market as well, man. Make sure. It's cool to have gains, but make sure that if you are taking profit, that you are aware that there will be a penalty called tax, right? So it's either going to be short term or it's going to be long term. A year and a day. We always tell people long term. If you're going to hold an asset, make sure it's a year and a day so it's long term capital gain. If you do anything under a year and a day, it is short term capital gains. Please. Can I add something to that as well? Um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. One, yeah, one strategy some people would use is they would actually borrow against their assets so they won't have to sell it and won't have to go through the taxable event. So that's one strategy that I know a lot of people use. I actually use that myself instead of selling my Bitcoin, I would borrow against it if <clears throat> I need the cash for something. So that allows you to avoid those those taxable events. Allison, I know you talk about loaning out some of your coins. Is, well, is does that uh, apply to that as well? Uh, no, if you loan your well, if you loan your coins out and you get a interest on that, I'm not gonna say yes or no. I gotta check in with my accountant first before I give any. But I know for borrowing against it, uh, you don't go through that taxable event. Let me ask you guys, both you guys, um, for people that's just starting out and they, you know, they might not feel comfortable with the Nano Ledger and stuff like that. Coinbase is, you know, an easy way. Do you are is it a good idea to have your cryptocurrency held on Coinbase? Uh, I, I, I say I say no. And, and the reason why I say no is I've seen it go wrong a lot of times where people get lock, locked out of their, uh, their Coinbase account, haven't been able to get back in. Um, Coinbase had a lot of issues in the past and still does have a lot of issues. Um, I, I tell people it's always best to have it on your own device for you to be able to control it. Coinbase mm. is just a means for you to exchange. So when you're ready to purchase or you're ready to sell, you can send it back to Coinbase, sell, take your money, or after you purchase, boom, you send it to the ledger to store. And I just always want people to be protected in the space because there is no one to call when things go wrong. And that's my reasoning behind me saying that. Yeah. Um, so the saying, not your keys, not your cheese, uh, shout out to Isaiah Jackson for that one. But um, yeah, it's best not to keep your coins on an exchange. But one thing I want to add is if you're going to have your coins on a ledger or something like that, please, um, because none of us are promised tomorrow. So please make sure you have a plan just in case you're not able to get to your coins. If you have some loved ones that would you know, be able to use those coins if for some reason you're no longer able to like i've heard stories of people who passed away and their family weren't able to get to their assets so if you're gonna use a ledger or something like that to store your assets please have a plan in place just in case you know something happens yeah 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 lawrence is it, is it still i mean we had the nano ledger in 2017 is it still the process with the s and the x where it's like a 20 question code and another password that you got to go into it is same thing yeah, so yeah. it's still the same process with the with the code, um, giving you the code set up in the in the question in the questions all that. So it's the same process. Yeah, and that's one of the things I did. The first thing I did was obviously create the code and then took a picture of the actual twenty word password. And then I in the event, and I'm glad I also you said that in the event that anything happens and we, my loved ones had access to that, just in the event that something happened to me or you know sometimes you forget things and it's like oh I lost it, you had a backup. Some people put it in a safe deposit box as well. So that, that's another way. You got the storage and now you have it locked inside storage. Uh, let's go to let's go to Winston. Winston, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? 
Check Good evening, everybody. You, you got locked up. Making sure I can get it. Nah, because I had to. <laughs> that's a fact. No, that's a fact. I got locked out of. I got locked out of Binance, and then I got in there, and it was like you got three days to get all your assets off this platform. Yeah. You're from the United States. I'm like, what? Log into Coinbase. <laughs> that's a whole nother time. Winston, what's up, my guy? Hey, y'all. I just want to say thank y'all, Troy, Rashad. Thank y'all for everything. Really appreciate it, Lawrence. Hold yeah, on. you you put up. Yeah, you put up 100 points uh, tonight, man. The shoes, you he was on fire. Is it the shoes of Alistair, man? Appreciate you. Thank you for everything you're doing. Um, Alistair, I know you didn't get to it tonight. I just want to ask you about the Dow situation and specifically with Wu-Tang and uh, how that could be a benefit to our community in particular. Definitely. So that's one thing we think as a collective, especially of people who are looking to invest is to really look into DAOs. And a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. And it's just a new way for people to collectively come together and pool their money and invest. And that's what that DAO did. They, they came together. Well, this is a DAO they invested in they invest in NFTs, but what they did is because they have so much of their money pooled together, they were able to go and buy that Wu-Tang album. And now they own the Wu-Tang album. But DAOs are a very powerful concept because it's really all about <clears throat> groups coming together and working together towards a goal. So in the same way that EYL does, like we were able to, you know, join EYL and start clubs like you know, I founded the crypto club. There's also the real estate club. There's all these different clubs, but there's this one focused goal of education and making sure that each one can teach one. So DAOs allow for that to happen in a way that was never before done. So if so, definitely look into DAOs. That's D-A-O, Decentralized Autonomous Organization. My God. Oh, that's... Hey, y'all see that? <laughs> okay let's go let's go to, let's go to karen karen what's going on unmute yourself you've been unmuted what's the deal it's been a while since i've done that okay oh there she go hey what's up hi good to, good to see you guys tonight i Pleasure. do have a question about uh crypto is very volatile and it goes up and down rapidly should we all be setting um uh, be setting stop losses when the market is going up so that we don't lose our, our, our investment? Or should we be holding long for Bitcoin and Ethereum and just uh, riding the waves of the ups and downs? Yeah, I think I think one of the things um, that I would say, honestly, um, when it comes to like trading crypto, it, it depends on, on what style you're using. If you're more so trading someone who's technically sound, they may get in and out based upon technical levels. I believe that everyone should be long-term, but I don't think everyone should hold through 50% drops. I think that depending on where you got in um, is gonna determine your exit point. I would say you wanna be mindful of buying near tops. You wanna try to buy where you see those five, 10, 15% drop-offs. Um, and then also you wanna set price alerts. So if Bitcoin right now is at 58,000, you might want to set a 53,000 price alert because that might be a cold, price. Um, huh? I'm, I'm sorry, I got it. Uh, that, might be a, that might be a price that you might be interested in purchasing Bitcoin long-term. So you want to have your price alerts set, definitely. Um, you want to be mindful of just to kind of get notified. One of the apps that you can actually use to set your, your price alerts would be Yahoo Finance. 
Um, you can also do that on Coinbase as well too. Um, and it'll notify you, boom, you know, as soon as that price hits, it notifies you and said your target price is reached. TradingView, if you're using the TradingView software, um, it'll send you those price alerts and those updates, which is really, really key uh, when it comes to investing and trading in the crypto space to just staying up to date. Um, like you said, because it is a very volatile market. A lot of things can happen and change overnight. Sometimes you can wake up and you made a lot of money. Sometimes you wake up and it's not looking so good. So that would be what I would say. All right. Thank you for that. Thank you. Appreciate you, Karen. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's try to get a few more. If let's, we go can. To, let's go to D Price. We're coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, D Price? What's going on, fellas? Everything great. How you? Good, man. How you? I'm good, man. I just want to just give all y'all flowers, man. I don't even really got no question. I've been in the crypto game since 2017. So, you know, salute to you, Lawrence, and Alice to everybody, you know. Uh shout out to are you are, are you in the crypto club for you all university? Uh I don't I don't think so. My wife right. had joined, so I'm just really just like oh, no. You did the Netflix route. Hey, you know, <laughs> hey. Hey, you Black know how people. I go. Black people, well, we're man. always looking for people to join. I mean, <laughs> there's never enough and there's never enough knowledge being shared. So like if you can, you know, come through and just share what you know. Yeah. You've been in this since 2017. So I'm sure you have some knowledge and some experience that you can share with, you yeah. know, with some of the other people in the in the club. And sh shout out to Winston and, and Justin and Mika and Chelsea and Teddy and everybody else in the club who's like been they all in here. Sharing. Yeah, they all in here and sharing yeah, yeah. and like helping me do what I do every every Friday for the crypto club. So shout out to them. How do they how do they how do they join the crypto club? Because well, that's a question, you know, there's 10,000 people in EY University. So everybody might not be we do orientation, but for anybody that's in the EY University or thinking about joining, how do they how do they join the crypto club once they're inside of EY University? So once you're inside, you'll get a link to the Telegram and then you'll be able to join the Telegram. But we are moving to Discord because we have a lot more power in terms of controlling, um, <clears throat> in terms of even just in terms of functionality. Like when we move to Discord, we'll have private calls for uh, for our crypto club. And but in terms of joining, just uh, when you're on the Facebook group, reach out to me, reach out to Justin, reach out to Mika, and then we'll give you the the link to the telegram channel so you can join I did and then wanna, things that go on. Uh, yeah i did want to say i am on voyager i keep a certain amount on voyager because they do offer like a monthly interest payment the majority of my coins are on a nano ledger <clears throat> so if anybody is interested in that feel free to you know go to voyager and look it up i know lawrence had mentioned that it's one of the ones uh on the platform also troy man let's get this jordan one done man ah uh, yeah 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 i just i just saw my dm yeah, hey, yeah. come on, man. You saw what I had up there on Monday, right? Well, I ain't got yeah, nothing yeah, up yeah. today. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. Hey, man, let me know, man. You, you in, I'm in the DM, man. Hit me up. I, I got a colorway I, I have in mind. I'm, I got you. I got you, for real. All right, bro. My yeah. dog. All right. It always comes back to sneakers. It always comes back. Yeah, real quick, Um, because I want, I want to talk really quickly about that Ethereum uh, 2.0. Uh, because we looked at the stock of flow for Bitcoin and we, when people say we can see it get to 100,000, you literally showed us why people are saying that. Are you comfortable saying where you think Ethereum can go after the 2.0 is launched? Am I comfortable saying that? Um, I'd say at least 10,000. That's where I would put it at, at least 10,000. And that's me being, I'm sandbagging a little bit. 
I think it can go, but I'm saying 10,000 just to be on the safe side. Lawrence, what are we thinking? 10,000. Uh, I was talking to uh, Jamal the other day and we was talking about that. And um, I could see it going to 10,000. Um, I know that some analysts got that price target. I, I think with Ethereum 2.0, I could see it going to 10,000. Um, it's still very early. The circulating supply, like I said, only 118 million. Um, and crypto is still new, guys. There's not a lot of people in this space as much as like people may think. It's talked about a lot now, but there, this is still a, a baby. Like this is still a newborn baby space. As much as we've seen the price of Bitcoin grow and appreciate in Ethereum, uh, Ethereum is just getting started. Um, so I, I, I could see that's my price target over the next two to three years is 10000 Oh, let's do this. Before we get to the one last question, um, I want to talk about EY University again, but I don't want to talk about it. I want to actually ask you guys, because Alistair, first and foremost, thank you for your service. You, you pioneered and you, you're the president of Crypto Club. So can you just explain explain the Crypto Club? Because the Crypto Club is inside of EYL University and it's something that you know has become you know something that is very, very valuable for EYL University. But um, can you just you know explain in a couple of minutes? Like, what is the Crypto Club? What do you guys do? How often do you meet? All of that stuff. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, and this is the power of EYL. Like I raised my hand and said, yeah, I want to, I want to start the crypto club. And he's the, you guys said, yeah, go ahead. So we've been doing this since February and we have calls, uh, every first and third Friday where we go over news, we go over, uh, different topics. Uh, we talk about different strategies. So we, we talked about, um, different strategies that you can use in DeFi. We talked about NFTs, different uh, NFT platforms, different NFT research topics. Um, we also do collaborations with other clubs. We actually did a collaboration with the real estate club. And that was a, that, that one was fire because we really went deep into different uh, strategies for, you know, using your crypto assets to, to, you know, earn a return and, and put that return into real estate. So, and then even, and so, the goal of the club really is to educate people about the usage of crypto and how they can benefit from it and to also give a spotlight to some entrepreneurs who are in crypto. So we've had a couple of guests on. We've had Chad Copeland, um, who's been on our, on our show, who's doing some big things in terms of education. We've had my brother Vernon Jay, who's doing some great things when it comes to combining crypto and real estate, like tokenizing uh, real estate assets. Um, and we also um, we also have a couple of other guests coming on. We have Eric Han from Audacity Fund, which is a black VC crypto fund. So they're investing in, in black entrepreneurs who are doing things in crypto. Um, so yeah, it's all about education and just giving a spotlight to to people. And yeah, like this, that's pretty much the crypto club. So you know, check it out, join, and if you want to contribute, if you want to build it out, if you have some ideas on where we could take it. We're, we're open to hearing those ideas. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Hey, Allison, they said, don't forget about the special NFT drops that y'all do. Oh, <laughs> come on. The NFT drops. So, yeah, definitely. So one thing we, we've done in the past is we've given out free NFTs to people who may have never had a, a wallet in the first place, but this was their first foray into crypto. So we said, you know, we're going to give you an NFT for joining uh, us for a specific session. We're actually, we're actually going to give away an NFT tonight as well. So if you're tuned in, 
If you're tuned in, breaking news alert. Tuned in, yeah. So if you're in the chats right now, we have Justin in the chat. We have Winston in the chat. Please reach out to them, and then we're gonna get you your special uh, POAP NFT proof of attention to show that you were here. You're with us tonight. So um, yeah, definitely. So we we do a lot of different things. That's the thing, and it's like you know, no matter how good of a presentation we can give, you're not gonna be able to learn everything about cryptocurrency in two hours. But the whole point of it is, you know, you start to learn it. It's like a foreign language. You can't learn Spanish with just one master class. But, you know, you can learn it if you take two classes a week or one class a week or you start to familiarize yourself. So the whole point of EYL is to get you on the path of learning. And that's whether you, you know, go through the the rabbit hole of YouTube or Instagram or whatever, just learn. Most importantly, just learn. EYL University was just created just as an accelerator program. So I like to look at it like we have public school and private school. Public school, you know, nobody has ever given out as much free information as we do every single day um, on the public school side. And that's for anybody. You can watch Market Mondays. You can listen to our podcast. You can check our Instagram, Grants and Jim podcast, you know, Ash Cash podcast. but some people need, you know, a more specialized education, which is private school. And that's EYL University. And this is something that, you know, we have the crypto clubs and, you know, we have meetups and we have different things that, you know, get to ask questions and stuff like that. So that was the idea of the education. No check, no, no person will be left behind. Even if you, you know, you, you're not able to afford it, you know, we still, we still going to provide you information in, in this public school. Um, but, you know, some people just want to accelerate their, their learning curve. And that's the private school route, but there's no private school that costs $700 for the year. I tell you that much. Cause I went to private school. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, um, you know, this is something that, you know, you know, we are, and, and we, and we like to, um, promote from within. So like Janet, if you watch market Mondays, you know, Janet, everybody knows the story with that. Janet was somebody that was a, a paid member of EYL university and she had a great job at fidelity. She was making a lot of money at fidelity. And we just saw the value in her and um, we paid more than Fidelity was paying her. And we brought her in as, um, you know, the person that's really running EYL University these days. And now and she gets the, she loves what she does. Oh, well, yeah. And she, and she needed help because it became overwhelming. So then we hired another uh, another black woman that was EYL University member. We hired Shout her. Shout out to Magda. Shout out to her. And then, um, so yeah, like Alistair, he just was showing a lot of promise and was like, y'all want to start the crypto club. So it's like, all right, instead of, getting somebody from the outside to start the crypto club. Why not that? And then it's like, you know, we have a huge platform. So today over 5,700 people was watching this on YouTube. It probably gets to like 60,000 views in a week. And it's like, all right, this is an opportunity where they can actually, you know, get their voice out and be heard mm-hmm. on a, on a, on a world level. And you should definitely follow these gentlemen on Instagram. And, you know, so that's how we really, that's how we all we've done is like group economics. And it's like, we've done that from day one. We've helped a lot of people, you know, build their platforms and we've hired a lot of people and we, we, you know, pay people for their services, whether it's the people that do flyers for us or videographers, everybody, you know, a lot of times people don't fully understand that. Like it's a business. It's not just like, you know, we just get up here and just start rambling. Like it's a business that's actually thought about. And um, 90% of the people that we actually work with and hire and promote and we, you know, give opportunities to and give voices to our black people mm-hmm. um, that would not have opportunity to have their voice heard before this. There was no there was no outlet that was giving black people a voice to speak 
unless unless they you know was on cnbc and it's like how many people can do that maybe one or two and you have to have you know ivy league degree you got to work for a hedge fund we're not saying none of that you know if you can speak and you you know the information it doesn't matter where you went to school doesn't matter if you went to school that doesn't matter that stops people a lot of times you know that's barriers of entry that stops people but we created a platform where we we can do whatever we want to do so we don't have to answer to anybody so you know this this institution that we've created has given the opportunity for people to spread their voice all over the world. We're going to Africa tomorrow. And, you know, when we started Earn Your Leisure, we started it in my office first and then Troy's dining room with iPhones. And we was as local as, you know, a half a mile radius. And now, you know, we go into Africa and we got, you know, strong support in Nigeria, a second biggest market outside of America. We go into Egypt doing a networking event at the top of the Ritz-Carlton. I say that to say, like, it's just a level of inspiration and motivation, I think, that everybody can draw from because, you know, we just regular people. We didn't have any any special advantage. You know, I was working in finance. Um, Troy was a, a, a gym teacher. So, you know, if that's like, you know what I'm saying, if, if, if we can if we can do this and become the top business platform in the world, anybody can do it. Yeah. So I say that to say yeah. EYL University. The biggest ever. EYL University is something that we're extremely proud about. Yeah. Um, so you know, join. We want to yeah. see everybody, everybody join EYL University. Yeah. Um, we got the flash sale running. It's seven hundred dollars for the year. It's a yearly subscription, seven hundred. But once you get in, you're locked into that rate, no matter how much. It started at ninety. $99. So yeah. it's like a stock. It keeps going up in price. But once whatever price you're in, some people pay $99 still a year and they'll pay $99 forever. So, you know, you lock your membership in, you get all of the access, you get discounts to invest fest, all of that stuff. So, yeah. you know, we yeah. love to see you go to eyleuniversity.com, click the link in the description, click the link on YouTube and check us out. Yeah. I just want to add to this, man, because I want to thank these two gentlemen. Alistair has been incredible to watch your ascension. From being in our, our, our book club was our original club, but I also want to talk about uh, Lawrence because when we met uh, in Atlanta, he came to pull up on us at our, our revolt uh, meetup. And one of the things I said to him was, "Look, yeah, you're 22, but without people like us building a platform, where would you be able to shine?" And I just want to just tell him, like I told him that public publicly, but I want to say it to everybody because there's another kid who might be 15, 16 right now, who now has an outlet to be brilliant, and he's not playing sports. And he doesn't rap and there's nothing wrong with that but there are other people out here that have brilliance and have a brilliant mind and have no platforms or no way to share it or even hide that's, it that's what nip said right they even hide it they left them no platform to explain. explain it and so like i want to encourage you yeah you see a 22 year old prodigy but there's a 22 year old prodigy that's in our youtube there's a 15 year old one there's a 14 year old prodigy right now and so i encourage you to be a part of a community that highlights you, that celebrates you, and that encourages you to be great. And so that's what we've built here. And we're very proud of that. And to see people that look like us talking at this level, right? That was one of the, the, the things I took from Jamaica was they said, look, we've never seen black men talk like that. We've never seen somebody with so much intelligence talk like that. And I'm like, yo, there's a whole gang of people around us that are talking like that. And so welcome to the family to everybody that's joining and everybody that's that's watching on YouTube, man. Welcome to the family because y'all family. Y'all know y'all here with us on Market Mondays. Y'all here with us now. Uh, so we love y'all. Y'all know yeah. that. Love is love. Rest in peace to Nip, man. That's what he said. He said, young genius trap. And he just can't explain it. Yeah, yeah. They left him no platforms to explain it. Yeah, yeah. So he get frustrated. And that's a deep line. If you really think about it, like, you know, but 
the key to what he said is they, they left him no platform. So we're not asking for no handouts. We just created our own platform. And uh, so that was really dope when we, when we linked up with Steve-O, who was one of Nipsey Hussle's best friends. And he said, he said, I wish, I wish Nip was here. I wish he was here to see y'all because he would really love y'all. That's, that's the words that he said out of his mouth. So the marathon will continue. The marathon will, will continue. Thank you, gentlemen, for a stellar presentation. Please let them know how to follow you on social media, please. So you can find me on Instagram at alistermckenzie.eth. That's Alistair, A-L-L-I-S-T-E-R, McKenzie, M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E dot E-T-H on Instagram. And I'm on Twitter at Alistair Dion. Yes, and you can find me as well on Instagram at mrlawrence.e, M-R-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E dot E. Um, so Lawrence Eggleston um, is my name on there. Um, you can find me at that same at name on Twitter as well. So thank you for having me. Big time shout out to EYL. Uh, you guys always turn up every time I come on here. Yeah. Um, I, told <laughs> Troy, I told Troy, like, man, like I love to be on here. It's just like a different type energy and feeling. So for me, it's like today was like a big day for me. Uh, my grandfather passed away. Condolences. I appreciate that. It's just like rejuvenating to get on here and just kind of feel this energy uh, just uplifts your spirit. And this is like, you know, what I do it for. I'm passionate about teaching people. I'm passionate about our people because I know the more that we get this information, we start changing uh, our reality and we start changing our lives collectively. And this is a game where all of us can win. So it's no competition. Honestly, two heads work better than one. And that's the way we need to be thinking. We need to be thinking, boom, how can we work together to create a system to be able to effectively go out here and conquer these markets? And that's what it's about. So thanks for having me. Appreciate y'all as always. Big time for sure. Time. Yeah, um, definitely want to extend our condolences. Um, you know, that was that was great. I was gonna I was gonna tell you, like, you know, if you wasn't up to, it, I know you went to you went to the funeral today. So, you know, not only did he put up an amazing performance, but you know, he also went to his grandfather's funeral today. So you know, definitely got you and your family in prayers. Um, send, send our condolences to you yeah. and your family. And um, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to do stuff with both of you gentlemen um, in the future, man. Both of you gentlemen, um, thank you for, you know, sacrificing your time to educate the people. And uh, most importantly, people, make sure that you, 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 you retain this information, learn. Like I said, this is something that is just, is one part of your learning journey. Continue to learn, continue to educate yourself. Um, read as much as possible, learn as much as possible because cryptocurrency is something that is extremely important and we don't want to get left behind. Like I said, this is still the beginning stages, meaning that there's still a lot more room to grow, but it's not a get rich quick scheme. We're not here to tell you like do this and get rich quick. We really want to educate you and really want to, you know, help you actually, you know, provide for your family and provide for yourself. So, you know, take your education serious, keep educating yourself, keep learning. And um, keep sharing the information. When you, when you get it, share the information with somebody else, and that's how we grow. Get some game, give it to the, give it right back, y'all. Y'all know how that go. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and this also will be on podcast outlets on Friday. Um. So yeah, tap in with us in Nigeria. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. We on the way. Happy birthday to my pops. Oh yeah, happy birthday to yeah, Mr. Millen. Turn seventy four. He upstairs eating cake right now. Happy so birth happy birthday, happy man. Birthday we gonna to celebrate Mr. life. Uh, we can celebrate death, man. We gonna remember the good times of everybody that we had. That's why we always, we always say, reach out. Hit somebody up, call somebody, text somebody. You never know what one conversation can do to the trajectory of somebody's day or life, man. 
Um, so more life, more love, man. Love is love. Yes. Nigeria, we on the way. Wait, that's this morning. <laughs> we got to play the catch. <laughs> We're headed to the motherland. Yo, the whole team is with us, man. Travel mercies on us all, man. We're we, going to Africa like we, Sincere and Belly. We're going home, y'all. We're going home. And we're going to put on and make sure that the word gets spread. Because like we said, financial literacy isn't an American issue. It's a world issue. And so we want to be the pioneers of that. So we're going to... We're going we to we, spread the gospel of we, financial literacy. We're going to do what we do. In the motherland. We're going to the motherland and spread the good word. Financial of, missionaries. Financial missionaries. I like that. Ooh, financial missionaries. Hey, Janet, let's get Sabine on the phone. We're going, we, <laughs> we going to the motherland and spread the, spread the financial gospel. Hey, man, it's been a real one. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.